Hey there, friend. Welcome to It's Me, Michelle Castro, the podcast. If you're here, then you're probably like me. You're a wife and a mom and very likely running a business or two, chasing after that elusive balance everyone seems to be talking about. But really and truly at the core of it all, your deepest desire and number one top priority is to serve and honor the Lord, your God, Jesus Christ. If that's you, I see you and you're in the right place. Here's the thing I found over the last 50 years on this earth. The things of this world are fighting against us Christians at every single turn. So friend, if your deepest desire is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, if you want to be the wife your husband needs and the mom your kids crave, then I'm going to go out on a limb and boldly say, it's no accident you're here. And it's not because I've got five easy steps to get in your life in order, but rather it's because I'm a sinner saved by grace, learning each and every day what it means to stop striving for the things of this world and instead seek the face of the Lord, my God, my King, my Redeemer. If you're ready to grow a life against the grain of this world, then sis, hit subscribe because you're not going to want to miss an episode. So... Go grab that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave, or better yet, just pour it over some ice, grab a straw, and let's get started. Okay, friend, before we get started, let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, I just thank you so much for this day. I thank you for this time. I thank you for this opportunity to be here and to utilize something like a podcast to reach so many different people. Father, my heart is to encourage the woman who is listening right here to seek you first, foremost, always in all that she's doing. And it's hard living on this earth. And Father, I just pray that today you would speak through me, that these would not be my words, but these would be your words and that she would walk away encouraged, refreshed, and really challenged to step out and to be bold about her faith and to be a light in this dark world, Lord. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Amen. Okay, friend, so it is my deepest prayer that you don't hear my voice, but you hear what the Lord wants me to say. And I know I've said many times, like, how in the world is the Lord using this voice, this mouth that gets me into so much trouble for his good? Well, that's only something that the Lord can do, right? So I don't know what the final title of this episode will be, but I was kind of toying with three things you can do today to be against the grain of this world, right? How fun. I love the idea of being against the grain, which for two plus years, that's what the podcast was, Growth Against the Grain. And I loved that. And I just felt like it was time to switch things up. But it is definitely an undercurrent here. We want to be against the grain, to be a light in this dark world. And so I want to give you three things that you can do to day. So if you are here for that, say amen. Let's go. I know you're probably in your car by yourself, but you know, it's okay. It's okay. People are doing weird things in the car. So number one, embrace your God-given roles. So I don't know about you, but in this world that we live in, it seems like, it doesn't even seem like we are absolutely bombarded from every direction that whatever we're doing, it's fine. It's great. And you know what? You do you, boo. But 
and that's followed by something else, whether explicitly said that that's just not enough or we're given this feeling that we are not doing enough. But friend, I'm here to tell you that if you are a wife, that is a role given to you by God. If you are a mom, that is a role given to you by God. If you are single, that is a role given to you by God. If you are working outside, then maybe that is a role given to you by God. And maybe it's not. And the reason I say maybe is because I have, I have been guilty of being like, oh yes, absolutely. I feel like this is what the Lord has for me. And maybe I was stepping out before him. And so I don't know, that's something you're going to have to pray about. But what I absolutely know is if you are a wife, or a mom, or you are single, those are things that are given to you by God. And I want to encourage you to embrace those God-given roles because I don't know how many times this has happened to you, but somebody comes up to you and is like, oh, what do you do? Because nobody knows how to have a conversation that doesn't revolve around work. It's fine. It's an easy thing to to start at, right? It's a jumping off point. And I have to believe that most people aren't standing there thinking, you know, what is um, not acceptable, but kind of, you know, like what is cool and what is not cool. But how many times has it come off of your mouth that you're like, well, I, I don't do anything. I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. And You are more than, that word just is loaded as if it's not enough. And I'm here to tell you that if you are a wife and a mom, oh my goodness, embrace it. Embrace it. You are created by God to be a helper for your husband. Matthew 19, four through six says, he answered, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And there's so many other verses that we can go through in the Bible. I mean, Genesis alone, God created Eve for Adam. You are a helper to your husband. That is amazing. And I'm just telling you here, if you've been on this journey of this podcast from the beginning or even just the last few months, you have seen how the Lord has done a work in my heart to really embrace that and remember that because over 26 years, I kind of lost my way a little bit and kind of was a little bit, you know, I am woman, hear me roar and kind of, you know, pushed my husband to a lower priority than he he's called to be. Like he is my first priority here on this earth, aside from, you know, under God in, in this earth, he is my first priority. And so he is mine. He's created for me and I was created for him. And I want to embrace that. I want to be the helper that he wants me to be. And if you're a mom like I am, embrace it and boldly say, I am a mom to these three beautiful daughters. Like I can't imagine being able to do anything 
Um, other than that, like that is incredible. If you are finding yourself in a situation where you guys need that additional financial income, that's between you and your husband. You guys pray about that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But my encouragement to you right now is to embrace the God-given roles that he has given you. Psalm 127, three through five says, children are a gift from God. They are his reward. They are your reward. Children born to a young man or a young woman are like sharp arrows to defend him. Happy is the man or woman who his quiver is full of them. That man shall have the help he needs when arguing with his enemies. Well, my kids are great with arguing. I don't know how good they are with the enemies part of it, but the reality is that children are a gift from God. And if you're listening to this, your kids are likely just back to school. And my encouragement to all mamas is to enjoy the time that they're home and enjoy the time that they're back at school. Both are good, right? There's good and bad from all of that. Um, And if you're called to singleness, embrace that. And you're probably like, well, that's easy for you to say you're married. Well, there's pros and cons to all of it, right? Even Paul talks about that. Wherever God has put you right now in this season, I just encourage you to embrace that. If you want to be a light in this dark world, embrace where he has you right now because our world wants us to bash our husbands, look down upon being a mom. You know, I don't need to tell you about this. Um, and, and make you, if you're in singleness, long for a helper. Yes, it's awesome to have a helper. But what about all of those things that you're able to do, ministry and serving others that I'm not because I have a husband and kids? There's pros and cons to each side of it, right? Number two, do less with excellence. Oh my, our society tells us that we need to be doing more, 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 more. We need to have our kids enrolled in every sport imaginable. I remember when my girls were little and like Ellie, my oldest, who is now 20, she was just tiny, little, little, maybe two, three years old. And I was seeing all of our friends signing their kids up for t-ball and all this stuff. So understand I am not athletic. My husband is very athletic. And so I was like, oh, babe, should we sign her up for whatever it was? And he's like, no, she has plenty of time. And I was so thankful for his perspective because then I was watching my friends running to and fro and doing all the things and they were exhausted. Now, that is not to say that I avoided that chaos. I did not. I fell victim to it so many times because... You know, maybe your kids want to do things. So you do these things that they, you know, we've done soccer and volleyball and all the different things. And sometimes, you know, we have three kids. They're, they were each involved in one thing. It's still a lot, right? It keeps you busy. But what I found is the things that I was adding on that actually the Lord didn't really want me to be doing that I didn't realize until later down the road. And it's something that has become so much more apparent to me, obviously hindsight, 2020, but in my own personal life over the last few months, I've watched the Lord remove things little by little off of my plate. And he's been asking me, Michelle, I want you to do less with excellence. I want you to embrace your role as wife and mom and do that with excellence. And one of those ways that I can do that with excellence is planning ahead. Am I great at it? No, not at all. But I feel like it's a real win today. I've got frozen chicken breast already defrosting in the sink. That's a win, 
it's an excellence thing for me right now. I'm going to embrace that. But I don't know about you. I say this a lot, but I feel like we are very much similar and we've heard verses like Colossians 3, 23 and 24, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward because you are serving the Lord Christ. And for me, I have that flipped a lot of times. I will again. I know it because I am a sinner, but the Lord has asked me to do whatever I'm doing unto him, not for men not for that Instagram influencer or the Pinterest whatever or whatever the keeping up with the Joneses syndrome of the day happens to be. I know for me what I've been asked to do. And it's really helped me to stop. Again, I'm not perfect at this at all, but if I can encourage you in any way, maybe remove some of those influencers or whatever it is that is distracting you from God's standard. I tell my kids this all the time, and it's certainly easier said than done, but our standard is not that person next to us, not that Instagram influencer, not the Pinterest, whatever. It is God's word. And that is my standard, not somebody else. So I just want to encourage you to do less with excellence. Look for what is it that you have piled onto your plate. So I was somebody who I would say this, I work best with my plate overflowing. Now, did I manage it? Sure. But maybe what you didn't see were the things that were hanging on by a thread. And more than likely, it was my husband, my kids, my home was a mess. You know, dinner, I didn't know when that was going to be, what that was going to be. All of those things were just getting lost by the wayside because I had over committed. And we live in this culture of overcommit, right? You say yes to everything. And over the last few months, what I have learned to do is say, no, no, I can't do that. No. And what I found, my husband and I actually had a conversation. He was sharing something with me that he, he really loves right now that I'm not working, that I am home. He loves that. And I didn't know that. And we are in a place right now financially where I don't need to work. Are we, do we have superfluous cash coming in? No, but we're having to make that work, right? We're, we're using what the Lord has given us. So number one, embrace your God-given roles. Number two, do less with excellence. I know it's so counterculture, but I'm pretty sure that that's what the Lord wants us to do, right? He wants us to do our work heartily unto the Lord, not unto that Instagram followers, unto our followers, unto the Pinterest, whatever boards, whatever, but knowing that our well done, good and faithful servant comes from Jesus Christ, right? Which brings me to number three, seek the truth daily. Not your truth, not again, some influencer's truth, but the truth truth. Jesus Christ, are you in the word of God daily? I'm not talking about checking a box and reading a nice devotional. Those are great, but I am talking about opening up God's word, the Bible, Genesis to Revelations, and reading it, asking the Lord to speak through his word. Now you're hearing this and some of you are going, I don't have an hour to read the Bible. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually talking about maybe carve away 15 minutes of your day because I know there are plenty of times where I have squirreled away 15 minutes or an hour or two 
on, I don't know, scrolling or Netflixing or whatever that I could have spent actually reading God's word. I mean, it's possible. But what if you started at 15 minutes and read God's word? So here's the thing. The Bible is how the Lord communicates to us, his children. You can't build a relationship with your husband if you never communicate, right? If you never have a conversation. Like, we totally understand that. You can't have a relationship with your best friend if you guys never have a conversation, if you never communicate. We all get that. The same is true with God. We need to be in the Bible. And you need to be praying every day. There's no checkbox. There's no amount of time that's like, oh, okay, well, if you do this, then you're better. No, God, you got to have this conversation with the Lord and you got to talk to the Lord. And if you wonder how I um, study my personal Bible study time, which is actually different than my reading through the Bible in a year, but go back and listen to episode 274. I answered a listener's question where I share exactly what my personal Bible study looks like. And it's not always a long time. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 30. Sometimes it may be shorter, longer, somewhere in between. I don't know. Devotionals are fine. I don't have anything against them. But the reality is it should never take the place of opening your Bible. The physical Bible. I am a huge proponent. I love apps. I love all kinds of technology. I think it's great. But I am a big proponent of the paper word of God get one. You can find one on Amazon. I love to write in my Bible. I like to have notes. I love to look back through it and see that there's already notes there and see that the Lord has spoken to me through different things and see how he's speaking through me. Um, I, I just absolutely love it. I loved looking at my grandma's Bible that had all of her notes in there. So I would strongly encourage you to open God's word. Did I say that enough? Open the word of God. Don't know where to start? Okay, start in Psalms chapter one. I love Psalms. I love it. It's amazing. It's fabulous. Read a chapter of Psalms a day if that's where where you want to start. But I would say before you ever start is asking the Lord to open your heart and speak to you through his word. Because that's how we communicate. Praying with him. Asking him to open your heart. Because if you have the Holy Spirit living in you, oh, he wants to speak to you. Absolutely. 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17 says all scripture, not some, not a few verses, not part of it. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. We know that the word of God is active and sharper than any two-edged sword. It is living. There is no other book that you are going to read that is living and active and can pierce between bone and marrow. That is the only, only the, the, uh, the Bible can do that. So friend, these are my encouragements. If you desire to seek Jesus first and always in everything that you do, here are three things that you can do right now. Embrace your God-given roles, do less with excellence, and seek the truth daily. Pray through these things, friend. Ask the Lord to show you what it is that maybe 
is cluttering things up, what it is that you have added on that he actually hasn't asked you to do. How is it that you are not embracing the God-given roles that he has given you? How is it that you can seek the truth of God on a daily basis? You don't necessarily have to wake up earlier. I prefer to wake up early, but maybe your time is at night. Maybe it's at nap time. It's okay. Seek the truth. Dear Father, thank you so much for this time. I thank you for each woman who is here. I pray that she would embrace her role as wife, mom, single, wherever you have her, if she's in the workplace, Lord, help her to embrace, embrace, embrace each of those roles that you have given her, that she might be a light that shines bright for you. Father, I just ask that she would, you would show her exactly what you want her to say no to so that she can she can really seek you, Father, that she can do her work heartily as unto you. And Father, finally, that she would seek your truth every single day. In your son's name, amen. Have a great day, friend, and I will see you next week. Really quick, before you go, would you take a second to subscribe to the podcast? Wherever you are listening right now, go find out how you can subscribe. That way you're not going to miss a single episode. And secondly, if you like what you're hearing, would you leave me a review? A five-star review on Apple Podcasts would mean so much to me. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.